I just thought it would be funny to have an audience, but there isn't one. There's about as much of an audience as Snoopy has when he's chilling on his doghouse. Just a couple little birds. What's up, birds? I really don't know what I'm saying. I don't really want to start off this thing like, welcome to the Boogie Broadcast. Not really feeling that vibe. But here we are, anyway. So, pandemic. What? This thing ruined a lot of people's mentalities on how they really should be going about life. But then again, in all honesty, let me check my levels here. In all honesty, it really helped uh, people who didn't have their lives figured out, put them in a predicament, the pandemic predicament, we'll call it, They put them in a slot to be evaluated. And a lot of people's lives were evaluated by this pandemic as well, and they came out different. A lot of people came out different, myself included. So this isn't going to be a pandemic discussion because everybody's already had those. But more so kind of something for me to really paint a picture of like the things that have happened to the individuals that created these different types of scenarios for them to self-evaluate when really it wasn't something that was accidental necessarily, but it was something that was really pushed like a, the pandemic pushed agendas, which really pushed people into a corner and made them be like, okay, am I a vaccine person? Am I a mask person? Am I a stay-at-home person? Um, what am I going to do to contribute? What do I believe in? And it really, really, really made people think to the degree of changing them. Whether the change is permanent or not, I don't, <clears throat> we can say things like this, uh, this moment changed my life forever, but we haven't lived our lives yet, so I don't know if we can really say that. Can we really say that things have changed our lives forever? Uh, the passing of my brother with uh, suicide, is, is does that change my life forever? Or uh, my life has changed forever? I think every moment that goes by, whether traumatic or non-traumatic, or I should say traumatic or... Um, man, what is the opposite of traumatic? Whatever the antonym for traumatic is, you know, and, and it's, it's, it is an interesting thought. Whatever the opposite of traumatic is, is that really changing your life forever? Or is that just putting you into a predicament that you have to self-evaluate on whether or not you're going to be the same with each and every passing moment? Just a thought of something that I, I don't know 
if it's the right thought to have. But I know personally, I can tell you that the right thoughts that I have about post-pandemic or, you know, intermediate of the decision makings that have happened, like, you know, or post-decision making or even pre-decision making that they're still doing, what who, what am I to be expected of personally for myself? And I think the main thing is anything trauma-related trauma or anything related to something crazy happening, we all, no matter what it is, we all are forced to make our own decisions so fast on how we're going to be for such a long period of time after that. And I think that's where people think the idea that their life changes forever. Your life really changes every single moment. Every moment that passes by, I don't really like time. The concept of time, I really believe that time is really irrelevant. We look at a clock and think that we have so much time left. That's not true. We, we have an expiration date, yes, but when you look at a clock, that clock does not dictate whether or not you have so much more time left. Uh, Dr. David Sinclair talks about anti-aging, and of course... You look and you think, you're like, what? Anti-aging. But what he's trying to say and what he's trying to prove is through exercise and eating a certain way and taking certain vitamins and these certain studies that they're doing with things like CRISPR and things like that, like, he's just trying to say, like, look, there are ways you can actually reverse this thing. So if he's saying you can reverse age, Einstein's saying that time is irrelevant, then we're really, like the concept of time is kind of finicky. Or we go back to what personal thing. Like, you know, who am I to say that my life's changed forever? Or times come and go. What well, time is really kind of a point of view from a personality standpoint. Like, it's a personal thing. Whatever your personality is, how it suits you, and what suits you, and how, how this and that. I mean, that's, that's on you to decide whether or not your concept of time is anything remotely close to what somebody tells you. You know, the goat, the greatest of all time. Well, past time, but not all time, because all time has not existed yet. But then again, what is time? Is time what we conceive it as planet Earth, rotations around the sun? But then again, we're floating through this atmosphere like 1.6 million miles a day or something like that through, the, through space. I, I may be wrong on that. But, you know, you're thinking, <clears throat> you're thinking that I have 24 hours. I have this much time in a day but you're capping it for it for the day like the you're you're capping it you're saying i only have this much time but yet we have all the time that the world has to offer but yet we put caps on on time we put cap 24 hours a lifespan you know i i think that 
It's really from a personal standpoint on whether or not you feel like this pandemic has created this new thing for you to think for yourself more so where you start grasping the ideas that I've been told so much by so many people not to question it or just to say follow this for now and now you have the concept of time is really forced on you in a way that you are now following everyone else's point of view of what you should be doing or I'd rather say what time is and how you should use it. Not necessarily what you should be doing, but how you should be utilizing your time. Wake up at 7, be at work by 8, one hour lunch break, 5 o'clock go home. And, 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 and even the 40-hour work week was, was developed in a weird way. So we, and, and I may talk about that when I have, more, when I have my my research uh stuff pulled up but in daylight savings time too that's also a really interesting conversation it was a very slave oriented thing that took place so we have all these concepts of time and then we have this worldwide pandemic that could have traumatized you know these people and into depression and severe anxiety and social dilemmas of conversations really uh is, is a big one interactions with another human being but we're told that you get this virus and, and it's three weeks time and, and this won't happen to you or if you get it this time of the year this happens instead of this time of the year and we're all basing everything off of the moments of time and how long it should be lasting and if you can go outside yet or not or if you have to stay inside and what you have to do if you're inside and how long you have to do it. And, and, and everything has a, a, a schedule or an expiration date or a starting date. Who is making all this? And, and, and when, you, when you pull the time thing out of the hat and you start looking at it and you're like, hmm? You start questioning Fauci or, or so-and-so says this and this is supposed to happen? But then you look over here and then that's happening. And then you're just like, well, wait a second. Well, this person's saying that the whole entire world is basing, like you have to base it off of what he's saying. The entire world has to, like, like what if Fran France is doing this and, and Pakistan's doing that and, and uh, Brazil's doing this and, you know, Russia's doing, like, we're all doing something differently, but we're all right and then we're all right about how long and time frame wise and what falls into those time slots. I guess this did wind up becoming a pandemic conversation well, with myself. Uh, myself, how you doing? So there's nothing here I'm, I'm actually saying that is like concrete because I think that certainty is like a disease. Like you just can't, certainty, a friend of mine, Stephen Allen, who I've had on the podcast said that, you know, certainty is like the opposite of faith. And, and when you dissect that, it really makes sense because you're, you're, you have a decision that requires wisdom and knowledge to be made. And once you make that, then you are so certain of that decision that it is right or wrong, which is also a concept of 
personal personality, really the concept of right and wrong, I believe is personality oriented. So then you have and geographical too, which is really cool because if you say like, you know, um, marrying your second cousin or third cousin is frowned upon here, but yet it's glorified in another part of the world. Or you talk about having dinner at, you know, five, uh, 630, 6 o'clock, but in this part of the world it's 9 o'clock at night or whatever, you know. France drinks wine during lunch, but yet, we, you know, it's frowned upon if you have a beer or a mixed drink at lunch in America. Like, it's great. It's different. But going back to what I was saying, you know, we, we talk about you know, geographical things of, of, of what's right and wrong, and then that leads you to be so certain. But when you go somewhere else, like, oh, man, I forget where it is. I think it is Pakistan. Or it might be Afghanistan, where they point with their middle finger, you know? It's like you come here, and then that means, you know, the F you. So, like... You're not, I'm not, it's not certain that, that the middle finger is wrong. There's no certainty in that. Because then you start asking so-and-so and asking this person and asking that person. But then you're asking everybody in America or North America. Like, and, but then you go to South America and then they don't, it doesn't mean anything. And then you go overseas and it might mean one thing one way. or what, Like this in France is F you. But that's the, this is peace in America. So you start it's all cultural, you know, and uh, this tribalism mentality that we are so right and this group has it, we know. And you have no faith. You have no faith that, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. You don't know because you haven't seen it all. So I guess pandemic wise, we don't know the right thing. We don't know what's up. We're all trying to figure it out, but yet, do we all come up with the same answer? It's impossible. It's impossible for the same answer to work here and everywhere else. There's just no way. Because we're all so different. So if we, think, if we take the concept of time and erase that because it's irrelevant, and then we take the concept of dying and prolong that because there's evidence proving that we can reverse and prolong that. So then now, for sure, time is irrelevant because we can make ourselves live longer. And then certain parts of the year, we have longer day times and longer night times. So really, when we dissect it all down to its bits and it's in its elementary state, who says there's really 24 hours in a day? What are our days really like? Do we really need to go about thinking, man, if I sleep till nine, I'm lazy because I'm supposed to wake up at this time. What does your body tell you? Do you need rest? Are you, are you working too hard? And, and now, now what you're doing, because you didn't choose to sleep an extra two hours on the weekend or, or, or because you have to be at work at a certain time, which I'm not telling you to sleep in. I'm just using this as a reference. But the reference, th here's the reference. I'm a bad person if I sleep in till nine. Or I'm a lazy person. Because there's 24 hours in a day and I wasted two of them. 
But because you chose to wake up early, your body's now over-processing and shortening your age. So what's better? Being socially acceptable and abide by social standards or know what's right for you and you do you? I think I go for the latter. So that was my little tidbits of this and that. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really don't like talking like that. Hope you guys enjoy it like a YouTuber. But uh, I don't even know what else to say at the end of these things. I just don't. So that's a wrap. Michael Jack. Peace. Mic drop. You see, I try to be cool, but my headphones are still on. So I take those off and then I'm going to do a mic drop. What y'all don't see is I have to come back here and stop the recording, but then I stop the recording on my phone, so I'll do that too.